0: This podcast is brought to you by The Pod Tower, hosted by The Watchtower Database. Visit youtube.com slash thepodtower for informative, hilarious DC animation-themed podcasts and live streams every week. And check out The Watchtower Database for DCAU video essays, timelines, fan theories, and more. And please, enjoy the show. Joe's not here. Joe's not here. Three, two, one. Joe's not here. Three, two, one. Joe's, Joe's not, not here. Three, two, one. Joe's not here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to call Joe so many times. We we're like, hey, we postponed a whole week for you, you jackass. And he was like, I'm a jackass. My name's Joe. I'm not here right now. Man, I just couldn't believe that he said that. I know. You said it verbatim. Like that, and I was like, That's so weird because it's not now when we're talking, now's later on the podcast, right? Right, I've been doing so much work for the the timeline video. I'm working on my brain's just working in timelines right now, you know. So, it's all I can as I'm thinking about clocks and and time, like the clock, like the clock king. (laughs) Segue, I knew knew you were going there. (laughs) I wasn't actually till you breathed in to say "Clock King" and I thought, "Oh shit, Clock King!" And then I said, <laughs> <laughs> "Hi, hi, Joe's not here." We said that. Welcome back to Jump on the Batwagon. <laughs> I want We're we wanted Joe's Joe to here. be here, but uh, he he can't be. Okay.
1: Look, listener, this has been a week. Uh huh. Oh my god, and it's going to continue to be a week. <laughs> Can you believe it?
0: I yeah. I can, because I'm thinking about time all the time. I know how time works.
1: You know what? Weeks. It's good to... uh, Yeah. Like, Kimmy is really good for saying, like, don't wish your time away kind of a thing. Like, you know, oh, you want to, like, be doing a thing? You you got a vacation coming up and you really want to do it? Well, like, just, like, still enjoy every day on the lead up to that. That being said... Hard to do. (laughs) I'm, I'm currently working my last week at this job I've been working. Woo! Thank God. Moving on to bigger and better things, but...
0: Uh, We've had many off-air off, off air conversation about how doo-doo the job is and why, and yeah, I'm, a, I'm yeah. very excited for, for you to not be working there and for you to be happier <laughs> because Me of that. Me too. More happy, less broke. <laughs> hey, how's your guts, by the way? Gut update. We get a gut update? On oh. bro- <laughs> I have guts. Oh, Sick. Is the yeah. mesh is the mesh fully integrated into your system now your body kind of gobbled it up uh it should be <laughs> um like it should be like hanging out within the scar
1: tissue mm-hmm. and that kind of sucks sometimes there, there's still i get some pretty you know weird little pain out of the blue stabby stabby pains here there and everywhere uh some days are worse than others but it is still better than it was before that's good
0: i just want to yeah. know everything in your life is going swell you know Dogs um, are dogs are good. Dog Max Rose, <laughs> dog, other ones. Dog,
1: yeah, I got a Rose right here. We got a Max over there. Keeva's
0: hanging around here somewhere, waiting to set off a chorus. The guitars are are all in ship shape. Right there, BB, <laughs> and your your penis. My what? Oh yeah! Welcome back to jump on the Batwagon. I'm James. <laughs> From the Watchtower Database, I'm here to show my good buddy Brian the entire DC animated universe from start to finish for the very first time in the controversial Airdate order. So he may view these shows the way human beings experienced them in the far gone days of the 1900s.
2: We recommend and I'm Brian, you, Brian. from the Watchtower
0: Database. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, sorry, excuse me, I was talking. We recommend you watch today's DCAU <laughs> episode before listening to this podcast. Uh, to get the full experience out of our discussion, I can't make you do that, but I can make Brian what? <laughs> I would say
1: maybe maybe just like watch the DCAU and not listen to this podcast. That seems like a fine option as well. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. You have to do both. It's required. It's law. Oh my god! If you watch if you watch any Watchtower Database video ever. From now on, you have to. It's it's required that you li- also listen to this. But if you're not already listening to this, you won't hear me say that, so you won't know. So then you're not allowed to watch Watchtower Database videos anymore. Brian, you can watch the next video. I just finished the script this morning, and uh, there's no there's no spoilers that will matter no. for you. There's nothing. Absolutely no. no spoilers. I don't believe it. There's one oh, okay. spoiler. Uh, there's Yes, uh-huh. Tech, actually there is yeah. yes. <laughs> there is See, one I know there you. is one thing but it's not you it won't matter fucking at all. Just just please you can watch it I promise. Uh okay. but speaking Wow, that's exciting. I know. When You've does been, it when does it air? Uh soon. <laughs> I don't want to put a specific date on it. It'll be this month. Date. It'll be July. Okay? Okay. That's that much has already been officially said, so I'm sticking with it. Wait, but, this is coming out on June thirtieth, so it's gonna be this month. No, asshole. We're <laughs> watching uh, Batman the Animated Series episode Showdown today. At the t- I forgot to say that at the time of this recording, Batman the Animated Series is streaming on Max, your dog, and available on DVD and Blu-ray. So your your prediction for Showdown was uh, I told you it was Rachel Ghoul because Joe's gonna be here, but Joe's not here. So it's not Rachel Gould anymore. He undid the episode. It's about something else now. Do you have a new wow. prediction? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Maybe my prediction is right after all. It was Rachel Gould versus Batman? I said no. Versus Robin, I said no. And you're like, oh, interesting. And that's where we are now. That's what you. That's all you know. I'm so excited. I, I can tell. Can you see the excitement I in see, my voice? I see your voice. I hear your face. Uh, this is <laughs> aired Monday. <laughs> September 12th, 1995, 4 p.m., Fox, Adults. We skipped one day, and I noticed I for, I, when I made the spreadsheet forever ago for all these episodes, I had forgotten that this was a thing, but these, these final five episodes of the show in season whatever this is, four, mm-hmm. uh, all aired back-to-back back in one week's time, and then the show was just done. Okay, they're like, "Hey, you have the show. It's been going great. Yeah, get everything out right now. There's five more episodes, sir. Fuck, just put them out back, 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 and then (sighs) if we can finally get past this terrible show that's won Emmy awards and (laughs) is bringing all sorts of demographics to our channel. Look, can you
1: air all five episodes at the same time? (laughs)
0: Yeah, just Just overlap them. them. People will love it."
1: Reduce uh, the <laughs> opacity to twenty percent.
0: <laughs> yeah, they could just do that with their Betamax. Uh, produced seventy-eight between the final aired episode and Riddler's Reform, and aired eighty-three. This is a story by Kevin Altieri, Paul Dini, and Bruce Tim, with teleplay by Joe R. Lansdale, who wrote the teleplay for Perchance to Dream and Read My Lips, the ventriloquist okay. episode. Uh, director Kevin Altieri, music by Todd Hayen, erroneously credited as Todd Haven in this episode. Oh uh, my God. We're going to hear know, about that. He was that probably so mad. No, that's all you're hearing. He's right there. We're going to hear about that in comments next week. We hear that right now and nobody will ever, if you comment about Todd Haven, I won't ever read your comments again. Composer, oh he was the. <laughs> he was the composer for Heart of Ice, Twiger, Twiger, Dreams in Darkness, Joker's Wild, and Second Chance. And we have animation by Dong Yang again. Whee! Oh, thank God. Not not uh, whatever the fuck it was last time. Other people. <laughs> Other people. Bad. Bad Animation Incorporated
3: Studios. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a
1: great
2: name for an animation studio. <laughs> we
0: should make it. And then you can't... <laughs> no one can ever be mad if the animation's bad. It's like, look, you idiot. It's right there. It's in the name. What did you expect? They should know. I know. Let's go watch Showdown, baby. Yet let's show up for showdown. Let's go down on... Nope. Uh, Nope.
4: Duval comes into town now and then. Starts fights, bothers my girls. Challenges men to duels.
5: I'm aware of his habits, Missy. What I ain't aware of is where he's hold up.
4: Strange thing, that. He ain't staying at the hotel and the next town's 50 miles away.
5: Sounds like he likes to sleep on the ground with the rest of the snakes.
4: He ain't the type. More the clean sheet sort. And he first showed up in town about the time folks started seeing the sky monster. The what? No one knows what it is. And the sheriff's too yellow to investigate. It only comes out at night, like a big boat or a log in the sky. About the same time it showed, folks started seeing lights in the... Get down! way I figure, that glow might some way tie in with the Sky Monster and Duval.
5: Reckon so. I think you better start back now, Missy. Got a feeling things might get loud and busy soon.
4: Mm. Good luck, Jonah Hex.
5: Right nice sentiment, ma'am. But I never cotton much to look. I like to make my
4: own. I'll remember that when I see you next.
5: Well,
0: howdy, Brian. How's it going there, out there, and then parts and the guitars behind you? Um, <laughs> this requires a guitar right there during both synopses. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to like. You can't, you can't do whoops. that and synop at the same time. It was a might, might fine podcast here with Brian strumming along, Jonah Hicks and Raz Al Gull. For, you just do we'll do the normal thing, you can do that while I tell you the official one, okay?
3: Yeah,
0: great. Take a listen to the synapses.
3: The short and summary, which is sometimes kinda long.
0: Ding. Dang. Or that should Ding. be like a, a Choo, pow,
3: sound yeah.
0: effect. <laughs> a hydrogen bomb exploding. <laughs> 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 All
1: oh right, Brian, God. tell
0: me what happened in showdown.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh the beginning's a little bit blurry to me, to be honest.
0: Reyshal Ghul and Spider Man's break into a place. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. His army so, okay. of Spider Man's.
1: Let's let's just say that Reyshal ghoul has a goo. Reyshal Ghul <laughs> has an army of like Spider Man, uh-huh. when Spider Man is like wearing the Venom suit, exactly, basically. perfect. Like it's Spider Man Venom suit, but no like web detail on costume or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they're breaking into a retirement home. I'm kind of
0: confused. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah, what they were? Yeah, yeah they really okay. needed like a bunch of ninja Spider to break into the. Yeah, uh, he, he couldn't. Just, he couldn't just. Hello, I'm here for my son. Oh, it came right this way. Oh, it was it was that easy. <laughs> yeah, they're like
1: they're like drug. They're like gassing out the whole staff <laughs> who was already asleep. Like, it's mid yeah i know it's midnight it's midnight at an old folks home like literally everybody there is asleep and they're like they still have like Good. a We've knocked them out yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway um and batman's all like hey i'm here to stop you and rachel ghoul's like mixtape bro and batman's like oh mixtape and he puts it into his bat cassette in the bat uh Batmobile, the bat like, bat hole. no, <laughs> the Bathole, and he's like, "Wait, The this Devil's Bathole." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Batman's like, "Wait, this isn't a mixtape. This is a podcast." <laughs> yeah, you
0: said that, and he- he- I was, like, "Did you get my mixtape, Detective?" <laughs> Did you? <laughs> it had Barbie Girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and so,
1: uh, listener, it's not. It's really not a mixtape. It's. An animated podcast. Yeah. And it's just a it's a flashback episode to like old West timey days. <laughs> and there's a bounty hunter, and he's going after a dude with a bounty on his
0: head. I just I like he, how it said like it was the eighteen hundreds, and you're like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're just doing that, I guess. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I, I kind of like as easy as the story is to like tell, I'm finding like I'm finding it difficult to like give you words for this. Um, <laughs> it's a good old west tale where there's a couple of mysteries going on. This dude bounty hunter, uh, he's like kind of like Two Face. <laughs> I figured he might make this comparison. He's, yeah, he's Two Face and Clayface. Do you remember his name going
0: on? I don't think. No, I don't. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. Yeah. They say it maybe twice, I think. <laughs> okay. So, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. With my memory, you're going to have to give me at least 18 of <laughs> yeah.
0: them. It was the 1800s and Jonah Hex was there. <laughs> and let me tell you all about Jonah Hex. Remember. Jonah
1: Hex's- Oh, we should just do this in a Rachel Ghoul kind of like uh-huh. explanation. Like, you know, uh, Jonah Hex's horse broke down and Jonah Hex <laughs> yeah.
0: was walking to a bar. <laughs> And Jonah Um, Hex sat at the table, and Jonah Hex handed the barmaid two quarters, and she handed them back to Jonah Hex. And the barmaid was like,
1: "Jonah Hex, I don't need your money. I'll tell you where the man you seek is."
0: Robin's like, "Wow, Rachel Gould really doesn't know how to do a podcast. (laughs) You don't have to. You don't have to say his name. Wow, Brian and James really don't know
1: how to do a podcast. Yeah. And then uh,
0: there was some Amy Winehouse. Did you like?"
1: I'd <laughs> like <laughs> you to just. I would love it if you could, like, somehow, like. AI <laughs> what would Dre'
0: mixtape be? <laughs> he well, wants well, that. Batman, he wants Batman to hear. He's giving it to him lovingly. <laughs> I just want you to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know it's a little bit of a faux pas right now, but have you ever heard of Maroon 5?
0: (laughs) I wasn't a big fan of their most recent album, but the mid-2000s stuff, not bad. (laughs) Their original album was a banger. Um,
1: Holy shit. We're off the rails here. Uh, so, uh, uh, Jonah, the, the barmaid lady's like, Jonah Hex, let me uh, tell you, there's some lights and there's a big flying log in the sky and, uh, you should uh, check it out behind these cliffs. And then Jonah Hill. Why, Hill's why like,
0: is the lady talking like Rachel? al
1: It's, it, well, it's, it's Rachel al Ghul
0: giving. The <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. It's somehow easier to sum up this way. <laughs> And so now, detective, in the story, you must imagine I am a sexy lady. (laughs) Can you do that? Would it help if I put on a, so- a song for you? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this Mary J. Blige yeah. mid nineties. It'll blow your mind. He knows exactly how long it'll take Batman to drive to wherever he's going.
1: <laughs> I just want this episode to be rescored with Al Kool's
0: mixtape. You have you have uh, so you far. have
1: uh, Jonah Hex like. Poking out behind, uh, poking behind the rocks, and you hear that song "Creep" playing. Yeah, <laughs> Creep.
0: Oh, my, oh, my. Oh, that's not the one I the was corner. thinking of. I oh, what Radiohead?
1: Yeah, I guess that's even better. Uh, if I could only remember how to play it, I think because he, because he was
0: totally like, "What the hell am I doing here?" He said. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, anyway, how do mm-hmm. I synop? Where are we? Yeah, we well, should
0: tell me what the hap- uh, happens in the episode.
1: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like rip this one off like a Band-Aid. Cool. Do it. Okay, so, like, Rash al Ghul is, like, he hired his son to make a hydrogen blimp tank in mm-hmm. some cliffs...
0: I put You're Tank on the mixtape for <laughs> it. <laughs> it goes,
1: bada, ba-da, 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 ba-da. and then the rest will blow your mind. <laughs> have you um, seen
0: Trigun? Because it's, this episode <laughs> is kind of we're like basically that. <laughs> We're basically living
1: in Trigun. Batman, you have to imagine Trigun. Remember Go it, watch it in the controversial <laughs> airdate order and come back. And we'll listen Was that to this Sunrise?
0: Mixtape. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. This episode uh,
0: is so weird. It just has us in a very interesting <laughs> mood, I guess.
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, <laughs> a young young me is building a, a tank blimp <laughs> in some cavey things, and I got these people who look kind of like uh,
0: 1940s science fiction dudes. I've got build, both building. a bunch of Popeyes and a bunch of <laughs> medieval knights. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Plus one guy
0: wearing a UPS delivery
1: man outfit for some reason.
0: He had the biggest package. I tell you what.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Every time
0: I walked, every time he walked in the room, I had to play Anaconda. You want to hear that? (laughs) Here's the song. It goes like this. (laughs) Just fast, fast forward on the tape a little bit. <laughs>
1: okay so uh, I'm building a, a tank blimp to destroy the railroad because I've got some vendetta against it and then the bounty hunter's
0: there and he he wants to be like the ultimate blimp- president or something I can't remember oh yeah he, he wants to be like said. supreme <laughs> ruler of the United States <laughs> yeah <laughs> I t- uh, promise me you don't actually <laughs> please yeah. do. I don't think you want that yeah.
1: let me tell you that doesn't work out for everybody <laughs> um, <laughs> then what happens let's see uh uh Jonah Hex then makes the blimp go boom and uh he somehow <laughs> saves my son and now we're back in the future. And uh, my son is is really old, and I'm. I hey you Batman, know that song.
0: Here comes the boom. <laughs>
3: <It's>, uh, <laughs> this is where I
0: play that. <laughs> Ready or not, detective. Here's the song. <laughs> is this done being funny, listener? Did you stop finding this funny a while ago? <laughs>
1: Probably for them. I'm having a riot. Uh, and then and then. Uh, Batman a quiet riot, week. you
0: say? No. <laughs> uh,
1: and then the mixtape and the podcast is over, and and Batman sees Rachel Gould, and he's like, "Hey, you did a fucking thing." And he's like, "Yes, my son is a hundred years old. Uh, what if you just let me take my boy?" And Batman's like, "Check out my cape," and then he leaves. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Okay." The end. <laughs> they go away. Wow, that Rachelle has
0: quite eclectic musical taste, Batman. <laughs> you want me to tell you what what actually happened? It's much shorter. Whoops. While attempting to rescue one of his mortal followers from a hospital, Ray al Ghul tells Batman and Robin a tale from his mysterious past, <laughs> along with Batman and Robin. <laughs> We we'll learn <laughs> of racist attempts in the 1800. It's really hard for you to just keep playing without listening to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, to destroy really fre- that, f- fledgling that, railroad <laughs> and seize control of the U.S. government. The thing the one, that's throwing me uh,
1: off is that you don't know that this is a track from. Um,
0: I know it, but I don't is know. Is it Three why Amigos? It. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It sure is. The one person standing in his way is the renegade bounty hunter Jonah Hex. How Raish battle with. Oh. What? How. How Raish battle with Hex. I think there's an apostrophe S thing going on here. How Raish's battle with Hex is tied to his present day battle with Batman is revealed in a surprise ending. Is that it? That's it.
4: Let's get to
0: this for the rest of the It's done. Okay. So we got cast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what'd you what'd you think of this boy?
1: Uh I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah. The
0: art the art was yeah. like
1: seriously. I know it was like, yeah, like desert kind of time. Yeah, sure. Like I know I'm getting like a little bit of cross pollination from Trigun, but like the art was super solid.
0: Yeah. Super there was a, cou- solid. a couple specific moments that were a little weird, but there was a lot of really good stuff. There was uh, Rachel Ghoul's son's floating face leech? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Is that the <laughs> subtitle? Probably. I was I, I was trying to think of if there's a way to do like potato head goes west or something like that. So we kept calling. Okay, the top
1: of Jonah Hex's head <laughs> looks like a slightly deformed potato.
0: Yeah, it's very lumpy. It's his, pretty lump. His skull's been caved in or something. I don't know what's going on. It was, it was, it was kind of the like a 90-degree a rotation of of um, Hugo Strange's head. <laughs> Who had I do like, his head sa- like. We called him saggy back brain. Oh, right. Yeah, you yeah, <laughs> He had like right. a big saggy back brain. Um, Jonah Hex just had like a potato mush. I also like, yeah, that lady kissing him right on the string, the mouth string.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do we explain that one? Uh, <laughs> I think her, I just did. <laughs> maybe, just look, maybe just look at uh, at the thumbnail that Jamie included, but surely has a picture of this dude's face. Yeah. He's got kind of the two-faced thing going and Brian, on. Brian, everyone knows what Jonah Hex
0: looks like, you, you, and not everyone else is you. you know? Yeah,
1: I guess that's fair. <laughs> Kimmy doesn't know. That's true. So picture Two-Face, Yeah, but he's got a thing of string that goes over, like, his... The part of his
0: face f- melted into the bottom part of his face over his yeah. mouth, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she's like, I want to kiss you right on that... I right know, on the call string. That? I want to kiss you on your, like, proboscis. <laughs> this
0: is how I get <laughs> uh, whatever out of the flowers. What the fuck do butterflies eat? Pollen? No. Yes, probably. But what's the liquid... <laughs> honey? <laughs> no. Yeah. Nectar? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's just I'm sorry. He, I've been up
1: 12 hours I maintain
0: already. my youth. <laughs> I'm getting too old to drink nectar
1: all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ray al has his Lazarus pit. Uh, Jonah Hex <laughs> has, has nectar.
0: His, he just drinks flowers. Uh, <laughs> Jonah, yeah, Jonah Hex is cool. Uh, he's very like underutilized in the DCAU. We'll see him one more time. After really? This. Yeah. Uh, I liked but, him. I thought he yeah. was cool. He's a very obscure DC character from I think he started in 70 something. Look, uh, he's
1: less obscure than Condiment King. I don't think so. I do. <laughs>
0: maybe now. Maybe then maybe not now. I don't know. But uh yeah I don't know. It, it was it was weird because there's so little Batman in this episode that it di- almost didn't feel like a Batman episode. Like if it didn't Rachel Gould, like yeah, episode. if Rachel Gould wasn't there, it, oh, this is just a different show. Like I, I, I do wonder. Like you're a child flipping through TV, and you you come across. Oh, it's time for Batman. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what am I watching? Oh my god! If you missed <laughs> the intro, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, is that guy supposed to? This is the mom. Is Mister Peanut supposed to be Rachel <laughs> what <is going> on? <laughs> uh,
1: There were several times though when it was like. I expected Batman to show up, and something happens. It's very Batmanly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Every time that Jonah Hex like roped a guy from off screen or like swung in to kick somebody, you're like Batman, and then <laughs> oh wait,
2: <laughs> I yeah.
0: know I you were doing that on purpose, but yeah, he was. He wasn't I, I'm there. waiting
1: for the spoiler sort of thing that like turns out Jonah Hick- Hex like Hex is like a I don't know. A stage name or whatever and his last name is
0: actually Wayne <laughs> right yeah or it was it was Batman on a time travel adventure and he pulls off his perfect mask <laughs> his perfect <Yeah>. human face. <laughs> oh why would you do that gross lip thing <laughs> I thought <laughs> it would give me away yeah.
1: I just really wanted to make a proboscis
0: <laughs> I wish I wish he showed up and Rachel Gould's just going like ew gross <laughs> can you put that away <laughs> Why did yeah i they i mean they don't explain why he looks like that but i guess it's he's just some fucking old west bounty hunter dude he doesn't you he's don't need from to the know west. why yeah, yeah
1: he doesn't he doesn't he, he just needs weird. to look like a bounty hunter
0: uh yeah i don't know it was cool It was it was a it was a weirdly like if even though most batman episodes are just batman doing stuff in Gotham city like there's not every time that there's a new bad guy or whatever they're doing. They're usually at least in a different, a different amusement park or a different warehouse (laughs) or something like that. Like the fact Uh that this is just so strangely (laughs) change of pace, like Uh in a, I think it wasn't a good way. It was weird because I don't, like, as a kid, I would skip this episode a lot uh, if, I oh, popped, really? if I popped in the DVDs or Because whatever. it's not Batman. Because it's not Batman. I was like, why yeah. would I watch this? I don't care. But now, yeah, going through all these, it's like, oh, no, this is pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. something I don't know if I can really compare with, like, better Batman episode. like, oh, the top cream of the crop Batman episodes, just because it's, like not a Batman episode I don't know Batman Mm -hmm. and Robin listened to a podcast in the car wasn't really (laughs) part of the story so yeah (laughs) barely (laughs) yeah I did like Jonah Hex. Where do we go from there? I don't know. Jonah Hex's gun in his pants that's just pointing straight at his dick. You're oh like, don't, yeah! Don't make me use this, please. I can't <laughs> please actually. Don't make me use this. I can't actually move this. It'll just shoot my dick off. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> Hope he doesn't sneeze too hard mm-hmm. <laughs> at any point in time.
0: The music was cool. It had some twangs of like cowboy bebop ish, Trigun ish. Yeah, just old straight West-y up stuff. Like,
1: he like opens the like you know the doors to the saloon and just goes but up but up but up
0: up Trigon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, I, the title card was cool too. The like sunset yeah. coming through the the swingy doors, whatever those yeah, are called it was all
1: red and foreboding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah the art. There's so many times. I don't know if you want to get into keen effects or not. We can wait a little bit. Okay, I, I'll wait a little bit. Okay, do
0: so, so in keen, keen effects, effects yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i don't i don't know quite what else to say about it like it's it's so it's so atypical it is absolutely not a batman yeah. episode um that it's just kind of hard to stack up but it's it's super cool like the story is really engaging i think it gave them an opportunity just like that uh what was it like the batman
0: running through the woods
1: episode oh yeah uh Croc- sideshow. Or, yeah, or Croc- yeah. It's like a completely
0: in, different place than normal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In that same way, like I love it. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: like it's so Which good. Is that side show not- was another one that I we talked about that I had said, like, oh yeah, I would I don't remember this being good or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I had just seen only seen it a couple of times. So yeah. Yeah. I I for, I had forgotten. I knew that it ended with with Rachel Go being like, "Here's my son. He's really old." But I wasn't. I didn't remember them stealing him at the start or whatever, kidnapping yeah. him and stuff. So like the that whole scene was like, "Oh, I'm watching a new episode. I've never seen this before, or whatever." Lost episode. Also, Spider Man. Yeah. Marvel <laughs> yeah. meets DC. Spider Man, the lost episode. It, it was weird though because that because those are supposed to be the same. Uh, we saw them in the. Off balance, the, the 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 swirly eyeball. No uh, way. Guy. We saw them, but they were wearing like goggles, and they're like, "Oh, let me gas my own face to r- erase my memory on the Statue of Liberty." Do you remember this? Right. Yes. Yeah. And and but it was. They don't look like Spider Man. There, they look like Spider Man when Rachel Gould shows up in like uh, later episodes. <laughs> I almost said something, uh, but I didn't remember that they looked like Spider Man in this episode like in this show at all so oh. i was it was like as soon as they swung in or whatever at the start and i was like oh okay i guess we're just doing this like this, this <laughs> was the thing yeah.
1: there, there's i mean you got to have something in trips about that because there's just no way that that's not spider-man
0: yeah i don't know what i don't though i don't know why they look like that <laughs> they put they, their sp- <laughs> like, Spider-Man. spider-man with a utility belt yeah i don't know But they're spider. (laughs) All of my men were taken over by the Venom symbiote, and (laughs) I can't get it off of them, so I just left it there. (laughs) As you should. By the way, have you heard the Eminem song Venom? (laughs) It's quite good. Let me play it. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about the cast. We got Kevin Mm. Conroy as Batman for like five minutes or less. Lauren less. Lester as Robin for less. Uh, yeah. Senator Patrick Leahy as governor. And this was the guy that you were like, that's got to not be a voice actor. And you're correct. Uh. <laughs> so this guy is in almost every Batman movie. Uh, he has some sort of weird contract or something with, with them to just like, so he, he's just famously a a lifelong Batman fan who's just like managed to weasel his way into almost every Batman thing. And I have no, I I have no idea why, like I was Googling like, yeah, but why? And it's like, oh, he's a big Batman fan. He's in all the stuff. Yeah. How though? Oh, well, you know, he's in this and this and this. Why? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't figure it out. What is he in? Do you have a list then? Yes, I do. So he's in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin as himself. Okay. Like, as Senator Patrick Lee. <laughs> he's in The Dark Knight as Gentleman at Party. Uh, this he's like specifically grabbed by Heath Ledger Joker and put he puts the knife to his mouth and everything. He's like, oh, where the fuck is Rachel or whatever? Like oh he's God. threatened directly by him. Uh, in The Dark Knight Returns, he's a Wayne Enterprises board member. And in Batman v Superman, he plays a character named Senator Purrington, who gets blown up. <laughs> and that's the last time we see him. So I wonder if that was like a purpose for like, can I be in this scene where they all blow up? Like, can you kill me so I don't have to do this anymore? <laughs> uh, that's wild as yeah, hell. It is. Okay. He's also written uh, an introduction for a 1992 compilation of Batman comics called The Dark Knight Archives. And a preface for Batman Death of Innocence, which was a 1996 graphic novel about the dangers of landmines. <laughs> have you? <laughs> but have you asked Dan Reba about I, this no, guy? No, I, I don't think I have. But That would be the place to go. Can but you I put text on him? Novel, right, I'll text him mid-episode, okay? Yes, please. <laughs> Can you play me through texting Dan Reba? Let's see here. Texting Dan Reba. <laughs> So why was Patrick Lay in like every <laughs> Batman thing? Do you know the answer, sir? Okay. <laughs> All right. That was that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, he was, he was. He was. He was a United States uh, Democrat senator from Vermont, uh, elected in 1974. What? He's uh, an East Coast boy. I know. That's he, wicked pissa. He, he just that's wicked pissa right there. He just retired in January. Uh, so it, until, like, I thought he still was, but then I looked it up and he was not anymore. Can you send him this episode? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Patrick. He's, he's listening to 20 minutes of us going, and then I played <laughs> <laughs> this stupid ass song. <laughs> um, I guess all all royalties and fees from Leahy's roles are donated to charities, primarily the Kellogg-Hubbard Library in Vermont, where he learned to read as a child. So that's kind of cool. That's neat of him to do.
1: Okay, I it. Love- like this dude
0: yeah he is pretty he's cool he's nice he seems good uh there were some quotes from his in a political fashion that i didn't include they were all very like yes good you you do good things (laughs) uh like we
1: need to get crime off the streets bruce wayne's family (laughs) needs to be avenged
0: Yes! (laughs) I, Senator Patrick Leahy in Batman Forever,
1: (laughs)
3: say
0: this. (laughs) I, Senator Patrick Leahy, I want
1: to make Gotham great again. Nope.
0: Nope. Whoops.
1: (laughs) Wrong party. My bad.
0: Uh, then we got Malcolm McDowell as Arkady Duval. You know, him probably from clockwork orange. He's the main guy that gets his eyes all held open and stuff. Normally, uh, but normal, but he's all, normal movie. I haven't actually seen <laughs> clockwork
1: orange, Oh, but I've, seen but you know, like you know that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen, I've, I've seen footage of that scene.
0: Two other things that I wrote down of his that, were interesting to me. He played the bad guy in Star Trek Generations, and he also plays Mad Mod in the Teen Titans cartoon. He will be back soon as a major Superman villain. (laughs) (gasps) Woo! Wow. David Warren. Oh, that was something that was kind of uh, interesting. When we're watching the episode and they're like, the the I'm not gonna do racial Gu being the lady. Uh, <laughs> the Please. lady's like oh, and so I was a sexy lady and, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I mean uh, <laughs> no so uh, she's like oh like all the people talking about a big monster in the sky and he always shows up when that rock lights up or whatever and you were like it's Superman and then I like shook my head but then as soon as you said that I had a thought of like that would be the coolest fucking way to introduce Superman is like, have just this random one-off old West episode of Batman, like, you know, fourth to last episode or whatever, and just have it just be like, Batman doesn't even get to see or interact with Superman at all. But there's just like either a baby Superman or Superman's just like immortal or something. And and he's just in like been living in the old West secretly, like (laughs) hiding out in, in the mountains and then Jonah Hex walks up and like discovers him and we just this is just our weird like introduction to Superman <laughs> through the eyes of through the eyes of Jonah Hex through the voice of Rachel Ghoul in Batman's I mean- <laughs> Batmobile podcast tape. <laughs> look, look,
1: look. You can illustrate that and I will take a percentage of Oh
0: okay, profits. cool. Yeah, because you came up with the idea, yeah.
1: Yes. You're welcome.
0: Now it'll be so disappointing when that's not how Superman's <laughs> uh, uh, is. Uh is
1: going to like crash land in a field somewhere and some yeah, farmer's going to be like, oh, it's sun now.
0: Come, <laughs> it's come now. Now, sun now. <laughs> it baby, I like, I take. He's he's he crash landed at Borat's house apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I haven't>, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is Wawa well, wee well, we I, ro- I have a baby son, I have a son rocket. You will never get this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> David Warner as Rachel Ghoul, who was hyphenated in the credits for some reason. Rachel oh. Algul. Uh Michael Bell as Airman Captain. I think that's the guy with the same mustache as Arcady Duvall that w- runs into the room and says, "Oh, the shit's exploding!" He mastered racial ghoul guy. Was and- it, wait, the UPS guy? That uh, was that UPS guy. That wasn't paying it's attention. It's
1: probably the UPS guy because it's just uh- also what else could he do? <laughs> UPS guy. <laughs> like what were uh, what were UPS uniforms looking like in 1995?
0: <laughs> Nineteen ninety five, this is the eighteen hundreds. What you know what I'm it's saying. This is over a hundred years ago. That was kind of weird that when Robin this is this episode's all over the place. When Robin said <laughs> uh, uh like, oh you'd have to be over a hundred years old. And like Rachel Gould said it was what I think he just said it was the eighteen hundreds very like loosely. So be
1: like a hundred years old. <laughs> and yeah, no, maybe.
0: yeah, like he could be anywhere from 150 to, like, almost 200 years old, and Robin's just like, I'm going to leave it vague enough. <laughs> there is no timeline, actually. <laughs> um, uh, have you used that? No, because it's Cause so vague. It means nothing. Well, but the thing is, it, like... It 18- at least sets it in, like, the 1900s. so <laughs> Like, you can't say it's not that. <laughs> you can. If it's yeah.
1: 200 years and you say it's 1800s, then... By no, that he logic. said one. He
0: said one hundred. Well, he said over a hundred. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said two hundred. Yeah. My bad. No, I said two hundred. Robin didn't. But Michael Bell uh, was previously additional voices in Heart of Ice. Your favorite character? Favorite mm. episode? Mm. I I must have talked about him before, but I forgot. Some of the things he was that was cool. Uh, he was additional voices. In a, uh, it's also probably fine if I just uh, remind the audience every once in a while because we're going to get a lot of the same people over time. And I'll be like, and mm. this guy, well, he must not have done anything. Uh, <laughs> additional voices in a ton of video games and cartoons, including Duckman Private Dick. Of course. Uh, he was Chucky's dad in Rugrats was like the oh, longest thing. Charles? Uh yeah, Chaz, yeah. Or yes. Chaz, Chaz yes. Finster? Finster? yeah. Oh, man. Uh, he was Quacker Jack in Darkwing Duck, which was the Jester-looking bad guy in Darkwing Duck. Sure. Uh, Batman in one episode of Tiny Toons. and oh. also yeah, <laughs> He played Lex, Lex Luthor in the 80s Superman animated series and young Lex Luthor on Super Friends. Uh, he was Doctor Bruce Banner in the '80s Incredible Hulk animated series. Oh Plastic my God. Man, Plastic Man in the '80s Plastic Man animated series. Handy Smurf in the Smurfs. I'm sorry. What was what? going on there? And Philip in Frisky Dingo. <laughs> I don't know who Philip is, but I just figured I mentioned this.
1: Oh my God! I'm having a hard time remembering who Philip is too.
0: If you Google Philip, you'll see his face, and you'll be like. It's that guy, a oh lot of Phil, characters. one of the TV guys, sure, right? Frisky Dingo, I don't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh listener, if you haven't <laughs> watched Frisky Dingo, just,
0: the animation isn't that good. It's fine. <laughs> just go watch it anyway. I didn't realize it was kind of like pre Archer. It is looking like it's, it's like very everybody similar. that yeah, worked yeah. on
1: Archer. Yeah. Like, everybody that came to work on Archer started in a frisky dingo. There's okay. like, there's even literal callback characters. Like, okay. Trinette. Like, <laughs> all in you've Archer told is- me about
0: the show is the one guy that just runs into a monster's mouth and dies or something. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <That's all.
1: laughs> you gotta watch it. I'll give <laughs> okay. it to you. You can hold on to it for a decade.
0: Okay. Oh my gosh, <sighs> we'll have to swap Blu ray sets soon. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, William Bryant as Sheriff, the guy just being like, I'm not fat. Don't make fun of me. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. That's all he said. He was bit parts in a ton of old 50s, 60s, and 70s stuff that I didn't recognize, so I didn't write any of it down. Sweet. Uh, he retired from acting shortly after this episode. Jonah Hicks ran him out of town. He's said, <laughs> like, get out of here. I got two guns. Damn it, Jonah. William McKinney as Jonah Hex. Uh, lots of 70s and 80s westerns or cop dramas, which seemed fitting. Yeah. And he also played the Acme vice president in Looney Tunes Back in Action. <laughs> in have you what? seen? Have you seen that? It's like a pseudo Space Jam sequel, but it's not at the same time. <laughs> it's the no. only other live action. It's like a live action people in, interacting with Looney Tunes movie that's not Space Jam. It's, so it's, they're like... Um,
1: like remember how who friend Roger Roger Rabbit was so good yeah uh let's do that but bad
0: it true yeah it's Brendan yeah. Fraser and blonde lady that's in a bunch of early 2000s movies that doesn't do anything anymore and I can't remember her name at all uh, Lisa. and speaking of speaking Lisa speaking of which sort of <laughs> Elizabeth Montgomery as barmaid blonde lady I don't know as far as my brain went Elizabeth um, Montgomery she's most known as the main character of bewitched. Oh so, whoa, 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 Samantha whoa, Stevens.
2: Whoa.
0: Uh this act this episode was her last acting credit before her death on May 18th, 1995 it was my fault you (laughs) devil or jessica's fault one of (laughs) us that's true we're having our fourth birthday party and (laughs) we killed the bewitched lady (laughs) she was the pinata i'm sorry (laughs) wow i wonder if dan has answered me let me change the subject no he hasn't answered me at all what the hell dan I'm recording a podcast here. You gotta help me out. It's pre- it's dinner time, to be fair. <laughs> no, yeah, well, <laughs> Dan, this sounds braggy, but it's it's not. Uh, <laughs> multiple times in the last several months, I've been going to bed, and then I check my phone one final time, and I have a message from Dan at like midnight 1 a.m. and i'm just like well but i can't just ignore this i have to answer i guess i'm having a conversation, and i'm sitting there going like you can't complain about this james like yeah (laughs) yeah. just just go with it like regardless
1: Um, okay okay regardless of his stature within the realm that you inhabit so well He's just such a good guy that he'd be that friend that texts you and and you'd be like, (laughs) "Yo, Jamie,
0: you up? (laughs) Man, like, gotta go to
1: bed, but I'm not gonna say it."
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) no. Well, then, but usually it winds up being some sort of like, "By the way, I just found this cool ass storyboard in my closet or some shit," and I'd be like, "Yeah, thank you. I wanted to see that." (laughs) (laughs) Dan, I'm not in bed. I totally
1: have pants on right now. (laughs) Let's do trivs. Let's do trivs. Number one. Number one. Oh God, what was the name of it? Oh, the Devil's Hole? No, no. (laughs) Dalton's... What? Oh, oh, Denton's... Denton's. Yeah. There was a shop called Denton's Inc. And I'm like, that's got to be something. And it was a storyboard artist. Yeah. Jim Denton. Look it so up. I'm glad you remember
0: his name. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. We'll it. <laughs> You're just so proud of yourself. <laughs> Jim Denton. Whoa. <laughs> it's Denton time, baby. It's his famous catchphrase. <laughs> it's busts down the door. It's Denton time. And then
1: Everyone's Jonah. like, oh, God, Jim's here again.
0: <laughs> yeah, out here to make some art. I heard Jonah Hex was in town, and I got my (laughs) tattoo guns at the ready. (laughs) Jonah Hex, he's got a head like a potato. (laughs) Can I tattoo a potato on your body, please? (laughs) 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 Like, you just stunned at that sentence. I I mean, I I was was just thinking, like, okay, what
1: if we get matching potato tattoos, Jamie? You know we're talking (laughs) the cat paw thing, but, like... No,
0: just for Jonah Hex. It refers to Jonah Hex's potato-shaped head.
1: (laughs) What if we just get Jonah Hex's head tattooed? (laughs) On
0: our heads. On our heads. The stringy lips across our face. (laughs) Uh, It's just a line. (laughs) Let's just get. Let's get Jonah Hex
1: tattooed in our (laughs) proboscis.
0: Proboscis. Let's get a. Let's get a. A a branding iron and melt our lips over our own lips. Deal. Okay. Cool, Jamie. It's about time you enter
1: the body modification stage.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Jonah Hex first appeared in All Star Western Number Ten, published by DC Comics in 1972. This is the first on-screen appearance of Jonah Hex, who would later go on to have his own movie in 2010, starring Josh Brolin, Megan Fox, John Malkovich, Michael Fassbender, and Will Arnett, in which he is also what? able to commune with the dead and therefore help them get justice. It sounds like a cool concept, but it's a terrible movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's real bad.
1: Also, that, I've watched that, it once. That yeah. issue, All-Star Western number 10, uh-huh. uh, like almost $600 on
0: eBay. Oh, damn. Everyone wants a Jonah Hex. More famous than Condiment King. That's his special catchphrase, he says. Uh, according to director Kevin Altieri, this episode came about as a result of a conversation with Paul Dini following an episode record about bringing an obscure character into a uh, DC character into B Other names brought up in that conversation included, and I'm interested to hear your reaction to some of these Sergeant Rock, <laughs> <laughs> Enemy Ace, Dial H for Hero. Hawkman, <laughs> which Hawkman, I and the, the Demon. Uh, we will okay. get three three of these eventually. <laughs> Just a warning. <laughs> three? I thought maybe uh, one? No, we'll get three of those. Dial H for Hero was uh, kind of became Ben 10. Uh, okay. It's the same exact concept. Joe Lansdale pitched multiple different s- versions of this story, but would only ever get Alan Burnett's approval. So I guess nobody else liked <laughs> like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you, what about Sergeant Rock, and he's like, "Nope." <laughs> so, uh, Joe Lansdale has cited Jules Verne's uh, "Master of the World" mm. as inspiration on this episode. Oh, okay, Are you familiar with that? Okay, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not uh, this familiar. episode also heavily influenced influenced by the Flashman Papers, a series of historical fiction books by George MacDonald Fraser. Uh, published from 1969 to 2005, the character of Arcady Duval was based largely on the titular character Sir Harry Paget Flashman. You should look up Flashman, <laughs> Flashman, whatever. He looks exactly like Arcady Duval. Uh, from Wikipedia, Flashman is wow. a semi, yeah, semi-aristocratic background. He recounted Se- that his great... Semi? Semi. Semi-aristocratic
1: just semi- ba- Listener, yeah. just Google Flashman right now. There's nothing <laughs> semi about that. No, boy is he just... Recount- a- <laughs> he looks listen. the aristocrat
0: king. You <laughs> Imagine Arcady Duval? That's what he looks like. He recounted that his great-grandfather made... This is the character. Made a fortune in America out of slaves and rum and piracy too, I shouldn't wonder. His Father was a dissolute former pres- uh, former member of Parliament, living beyond the bounds of respectable society, and his mother was born of the self promoting Paget family. Despite joining the army after expulsion from school, Flashman is a I just, I just Flashman. It just sounds like a different superhero. <laughs> Are you the Flash? No, I'm Flashman. I have a big mustache. <laughs> uh, is a self confessed coward with a false reputation for bravery earned at the expense of others, and despite him trying to avoid danger at all costs uh he is also a scoundrel a drunk a liar a cheat and a braggart who was was described by fraser as an unrepentant old cad whose only positive features are humor and shameless honesty as a memorialist this
1: this is like this is the kind of entertainment you need to check into
0: yeah you got to go read uh the flashman papers i guess His voice actor, Malcolm McDowell, was cast specifically due to his role as Flashman in the film Adaptation of Royal Flash, which was one of the books. So I guess he has played this character twice, kind of. Sweet. Uh, David Warner and Malcolm McDowell also appeared together in the 1979 film Time After Time, in which H.G. Wells, McDowell, travels from Victorian England to modern-day San Francisco in pursuit of Jack the Ripper, Warner. (laughs) Also a cool concept, but I've never seen it. It won four Saturn Awards, which I think is good, but I don't know. what <laughs> What is a Saturn Award? I, you know? Who knows? No. I do know that David Warner and Malcolm McDowell also appeared in back-to-back Star Trek movies. <laughs> Saturn
1: <laughs> Awards are American Awards presented annually by the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Saturn. Horror Films.
0: <laughs> you have to travel to Saturn to receive it.
1: Better than traveling to Uranus to receive it.
0: Oh! <clears throat> Uh, when writing this episode. Joe R. Lansdale told Bruce Tim he wanted to reinvent Jonah Hex. I want to make him an East Texan. I want him to be a Confederate. I didn't want him to necessarily... I didn't make want to make him necessarily somebody that saw all the wrongs of the Confederacy, although I do personally. Like, I had to tag that on. I wanted him somewhere caught as a man of his time, and yet a man evolving out of that time. And then I wanted to bring in the supernatural element, and I wanted him to not be some guy that came from a family where the people had money. I wanted him to be a kind of dirt-poor... Like I knew when I was growing up and I felt I could give that a more realistic view. And I also wanted to show that his evolving views on things were changing that had turned into a form of cynicism in some cases, satire in others, and just a raw, dark sense of humor. Okay. I think he achieved that. But his (laughs) hat, was his hat very confederate? I was kind of thinking that. I think it I might have, like, the strings on it, like, almost evoked the, like, little cross symbol of, of that, but it wasn't quite, I don't know. Uh, Kevin Altieri has stated that there was a sequence cut from this episode. Since the episode aired on a Saturday, rather than the show's regular afternoon slot, an extra minute had to be cut from its runtime, mm, which what? I didn't know was a thing. That's I, That's weird. my first time hearing about it. And I also wonder where that where something would have been cut and what it would have been. Cause nothing felt like, Oh, how did they get to that thing? I don't know.
1: It was in the podcast. It was just Batman and Robin (laughs) for a minute. (laughs) Hello.
0: Uh, (laughs) I uh, please flip to side B he said <laughs> And then there's a minute of Batman injecting the tape and then he puts it in and it's starting to play halfway through a sentence and oh, oh you might to want to it. you got to rewind to the start actually you didn't quite get to the end this was a problem that young the young folk listening to this podcast don't have to deal with anymore um Anyway, then the Demon's Quest part one, Rachel Gul claimed he had no sons, which is why he wants Batman to be his heir. It's likely oh. Rachel lost track of Arkady Duvall and in any case already disowned him. Oh but I but I guess in this he's just like Let me have my boy, please. So that's just know. a big uh, that's a big plot hole then, hey? Uh, I guess. There are at least two possible references to Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. Hex makes reference to himself being like a bad penny which I guess must have been in that movie. sure. And although Jonah Hex loses his hat it somehow returns to him at the end of the episode <laughs> I guess I didn't really notice that
1: <laughs> I didn't either.
0: he does he does he have it at the end? Like, uh, there is remember. a point
1: where he like picks up his like smoking hat oh it's after the explosion
0: okay. Duvall mentions being uh, a Heidelberg fencing champion. Mm. Uh, academic fencing was a craze in the late 1800s, especially at German universities like Heidelberg. Any scars or smites resulting from the fight would be seen as a badge of honor, and it appears Duval suffered one too on his right cheek. Okay. oh my, This is God. somewhat strange as the smites were usually on the left side of the face, the result of a right-handed swordsman. Okay. <laughs> he only fights the lefties.
1: Yeah, he's a Uh, southpaw.
0: And uh, when Rachel goes crewmen abandon the airship, their parachutes have a pyramid-like shape. This design comes from the notes of Leonardo da Vinci. This implies that Rachel either studied the works of Leonardo or possibly... Or he was Leonardo. (laughs) Oh, my God. I got one. That's not not how that works. (laughs) Which I thought maybe you might say, but I don't know for sure if this is hydrogen burns with an almost invisible flame and because it's lighter than air rapidly rises. If a cannonball mm. did burst a cell and ignite the gas, the cell in the blimp would quickly collapse and the flames would head up. Is that true? I guess it's true. I don't know. The internet told uh, me it must be. I don't know. All right, cool. Uh, keen effects. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> oh,
1: um, when Jonah hex goes into that bar, he like sits down or something. And there's like a really cool, like red puff of smoke that like, yeah, billows out there Uh, was a couple others but i can't think of them right now
0: every time that he he does like at least twice if not three times he like punches at the camera to knock someone out and it's like a really Mm. smooth good shot of him punching at the camera i don't know i liked him
1: (laughs) what about the um Ah, whatever the... Spider Man. So, ooh, who was it? Spider Man. Um, somebody was looking through a telescope thing. Oh, yeah. Thing.
0: Yeah, you made like a, oh, when it happened.
1: Yeah, so it was like you're like seeing the through the, like,
0: not, is it, what's it called? Lens? I don't know. Not, no, I know what you're talking about. It's not a telescope. Uh, There's a name for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Oh, yes, listener. Thank you for that. That's exactly yes, what it was. Thank, thank you for saying that out loud. you for
0: saying it. Nautical telescope. Uh, n- spy telescope i swear it does have a name i think you're right but it's not coming up like it a monocular <laughs> i suppose that does make sense to call it that what is- what is it called <laughs> <laughs> a, a spyglass i guess okay spyglass i don't okay. know anyway mon- uh, monoc- i like monocular <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you're like looking.
1: You're looking through the monocular, yeah. and it's all zoomed in. And then as it pulls away, you kind of get like the blackout from it. Yeah. Like you kind of get like the, the as if you were pulling away yourself, and then it's kind of third person looking over what who's his face, its shoulder.
0: Rayshaw Ghoul's standing right next to whoever was looking through that. Uh, and like barks an order at him right afterward, and I thought it would have it would have felt very Looney Tunes. But if his just like big detailed eyeball came into the middle, I was just like hey fuckhead, do the thing yeah. I need you to do, or you know, like, stop <laughs> spying on the town,
2: <laughs> shoot the
0: town. Actually, that was kind of that was a cool shot too. All the cannonballs coming at the camera that took out the episode for a second. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. There's
1: like it seemed like there was a lot of good thought into yeah. the art in this episode and i have to assume that it's like oh we're just we're going off the rails on this one just do whatever
0: yeah make it make it clean make it good
1: yeah and it was clean and it was good
0: yeah the big red sun at the end was interesting like it was darker mm-hmm. than the sky but i guess mm-hmm. maybe smoke or something batman's usefulness <laughs> in this episode <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. zero. <laughs> yeah, okay i mean he successfully put the tape in the tape player That's, you know, and then he didn't, he he let Rayshall go get away on purpose. I don't know. So that's the thing. As
1: per your original thought, if Batman wasn't here, he would have just gotten away. Nothing would have changed except Batman wouldn't have listened to the podcast. True.
0: Yeah. That's, that's actually the definition of the Batman's usefulness segment. Good job. (laughs) What's, uh, what, what what object are you giving him? Uh, zero, uh, the
1: song, Zero by the smashing pumpkins on Rachel Juggles Gould's mixtape. Yeah, out okay. Of 10.
0: <laughs> he said, Do you like smashing pumpkins? And Beth said, I love doing that.
3: Uh,
0: what about you? <laughs> well, I was hoping you wouldn't steal mine. I'm gonna give him zero monoculars out of ten. <laughs> I was like, don't say, it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say monoculars, please. Or zero, well, I even zero thinking about it. Zero Rachel ghoul's original bat wings you <laughs> 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 got on like a a bike pedal bat wing and <laughs> flew away <laughs>
1: he did that that was also that was a pseudo da vinci steal. actually yeah no da vinci's I, uh, helicopter yeah. was like foot pedaled i think yeah uh I'd, zero um oh god what oh zero zero proboscis is that yeah. okay
0: <laughs> zero single water buckets that guy throws on the Hydrogen explosion. <laughs> <laughs> that's just right. gonna Help. I forgot about that. Just runs up to a hydrogen
1: fire over his head with a gallon of water. Was that you water. that sent
0: me the video of the like? It was like a bu- an entire building or forest or something on fire, and this and the, uh-huh. the guy, go, lady goes to her balcony and throws like a cup of water out. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, that's really helping. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the person filming is like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Uh, That was amazing. What did that make me think of, though? (laughs) Oh, the the Batwing thing. It was kind of funny that... Like in a, in a fun way, I guess I liked that Ray ghoul Ghul, he's taking it so seriously as he bike pedals, his bat wing, Da Vinci bat <laughs> away because to him, like that doesn't seem old timey and stupid and weird. Cause it's just like the most advanced technology at the moment or whatever. Right. So yeah, but just
1: like cool. somebody slingshot a bicycle <laughs> with a bat wing made <laughs> yeah. out of paper on
0: top. Yeah. I did like shoot him off the side. You know, I thought he was just going to bike away, but then it just, yeah, like rubber banded him off the thing. Sure did. <laughs> Good luck, assholes, he said as he shot away and they <laughs> all died. They all died after that.
1: <laughs> There's no way.
0: I, I hope the- you like um fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah please have like the three people that it takes to shoot me off this thing it's still agree to do it but and then die oh (laughs) oh yeah
1: well maybe it was self-propelled
0: i don't know there was a lot of people that were
1: parachuting away in their their pyramid parachutes (laughs)
0: I guess because Batman wasn't Jonah Hex, <laughs> clearly. Maybe, like, they were allowed to have Jonah Hex, like, kill people or something. Because he also, I mean, like...
1: I it sounded like he made a habit of that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, but he also just murdered, like, all those SMEs that were in the middle of the... <laughs> he he rolls the bomb at them yeah he rolled the bomb at them and it still gave them all plenty of time to like climb out the window but they were all still like mid window climb when it exploded and like some of them I swear like just shot out of the window so I don't know
1: you just see a striped t-shirt go (laughs) flying through the sky
0: slightly singed floating (laughs) down onto the (laughs) ground uh books or hip hop this episode ooh books okay like it, a good classic Western yeah, book written. It makes written, more sense to be books, yeah.
1: Yeah, written by Zane Grey.
0: Detective, I've added a few extra hip-hop tracks to my uh, funky, fresh beats. It's this. Under the Tonto Rim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Starring I'm re- uh, I'm rel- Flashman and Jonah Hicks. I'm related to this dude. Zane Manili? <laughs> Zane yeah. Grey? Uh, I wonder if Dan Reber Oh, shit! Well, he's Okay. Dan, he's telling you... <laughs> what? He's a huge Batman fan. That's the reason. He collected the comics since he was a child and still reads comics when we were doing the cartoon. He wrote the intro to one of the first archive editions of Batman comics. Yeah, I knew all that. <laughs> yeah, I know all that. But why? <laughs> but why?
1: Just ask, like, as a super fan, how does a super fan how become part he, of the he show? get
0: on the show? Did he just go, hey, I'm a senator... Let me do what I want. <laughs> uh, do you put this under your top 10, Bray Bray? Take a look at your top 10. Well, so here's Take my. Take a look I- at my girlfriend. <laughs> She's the only one I got. ba da da. Take a look at my son, Batman. He's really fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's man, Look at all this shit. Joe's missing. Oh the my hell, god, Joe,
1: where, Joe where, where, where are you? Um. So here's here's the thing. Uh huh. I think I probably would by sheer entertainment value. Mm-hmm. But like, it just doesn't seem like a Batman it's episode. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's. I mean, oh. you, it tech, it counts though. It's BTS. You got to. I don't know. Is it better than Pav to you? You it's been so long since you've seen Pop. How do you even know, remember?
1: I know. It's been a long um, time. Um, I don't think
0: it's going on mine, but it is a pretty dang good episode. It's like, really good. I, I want to watch it. A, like a, Next time I'm thinking of it, I'll be like, yeah, good episode. Instead of like, that's that weird Old West one that I'd never rewatch.
1: <laughs> so. I think that's a glorious way to kind of like commemorate yeah. it. In Your head bits,
0: it made James's. Oh, I'll give it another chance. Or <laughs> I
1: mean, I would, I would way rather watch this than probably 40 other Batman episodes, yeah, yeah, if yeah. not 50, if not 60. <laughs> say, if not, you could say 70, yeah, 65, 70. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, like, it's certainly more memorable than Pav. Man, <laughs>
0: that's a really hard. Qu- I, I don't think I've ever been so on the fence with one. <laughs> well, I don't, if it doesn't, if it if it's not obvious enough, I guess you can choose not to. It just feels wrong because it's yeah. not a Batman episode at all, <laughs> at all, at all. Yeah, it's like a a cool offshoot. Like, when else are you going to see fucking Jonah Hex in a cartoon or whatever? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I think.
1: I think I'm gonna keep it off of mine, but it was uh, off my top ten. But honorable mention. Yeah, it's super. Yeah, it's a super fun episode. It just doesn't quite feel like a Batman episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay, we're gonna do Yappy Mail, and then when we come back, I will tell Brian the name of the next episode. Uh, which is like the what is it, the third to last Batman episode?
1: Oh my God, we're knocking on the door here, Jamie.
0: Knock, knock, knocking. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. He's just playing Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> okay, detective, I think you've got guitar. about got about fourteen minutes till you get to where I am. So I'm going <laughs> to Ubu's going oh. to recite you a, a limer- limerick in the background. <laughs> Ubu didn't say shit this episode. <laughs> He's just there wearing a cape. He's wearing his purple pants. Yeah,
5: yeah. That yop, yeah. That one small extra yop put it over.
2: We drop what we drop. Our weekly up. Oh, yeah, those. Into the comment box. First. There sure was a lot. Now Jamie's mad. Ah. Too
4: bad we're all. At least time. I am. Just Dylan Pollock.
1: How do you think Dylan's doing?
0: He's doing great.
1: Oh, that's good to hear.
0: Yeah, I i think so. If you want to reach out to us like the fire hand of the end of the Cat and the Claw part two, email us at batwagonpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, if you send a voice message, please keep it under 60 seconds, one per person, for the sake of the length of the show. Yeah. And you can and should leave us a comment on today's podcast on the Pod Tower YouTube channel. But if you Ooh. send in mail or leave a comment, please do not spoil anything past this episode for Brian. Look. So, anyway. I'm not
1: going to hear about it anyway, so don't waste your, like, typing breath. Hey,
0: you're just going to type, and I'm not going to read it. Uh, this first message comes from Joe Scott. <laughs> hey, let me play it for you here. James, Brian. That's us. You guys
3: hey. have been trying to reach me. Um, oh. You're probably wondering why you haven't been able to get a hold of me.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: The word on the street is this uh, upcoming episode only has Ra's ghoul in it for, I don't know, like 2% of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, if you go back to my contract,
3: page 16 – Article 2, line 5, you can see that uh, Ra's al Ghul needs to be in at least 40% of the episode for me to be involved. Um, we'll, we'll have our people contact each other, and uh, we'll see if we can get this resolved for the next one. Okay, bye! <laughs>
0: Thanks, Joe. <laughs>
1: well, that, that explains sense. it. That, that sense, explains yeah. Joe's yeah,
0: disappearance. <laughs> That's why Joe's not here. This is from Max Farr with two R's. I ruined your air date order controversially. Hiya, James and Boiled Potatoes. Hey! <laughs> My name is just James. Uh, like a good noodle, I've been listening to your podcast in its air date order, with one exception. About a month ago, I finally got around to listening to your Phantasm episode. If you're asking, mm-hmm. Riddler voice, Why did he do it? I have to know! I've had an idea to build a mini Lego Gotham skyline that doubles as a minifigure scale City of Tomorrow. Oh. And I've been holding off listening to that episode so I can build along to the episode. Juggling life and oh, juggling life and adult things. I thought he was going to reveal that he also juggles. That would have been cool. Oh well. Uh, uh,
1: yo, <laughs> any jugglers out there? Come come hang listen out. Listen to the
0: podcast. I finally got around to it. Here's the link to my Insta where it'll be on display for eternity. I realize for listeners, this isn't the best. So, Chuck Chucky Chip Mox is the <laughs> handle. C H O C C Y C H I P M O C S.
1: Oh my god, hold on. C H O C C Y. Uh huh. Is it all one word?
0: Yeah. Chip M O C S. Pin the post so anyone listening anytime can find them easily. Stay yappy, Max. Thank you, Max. I looked at it already, oh, Brian. Max Var. No. Max Var.
1: Oh my god, dude, that's that's amazing. Also, good use of like super obscure Legos.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Scotty Cameron, Archie Andrews and his trio of terrible Batman villains. Hey, yappy dudes. Great show as always. Thank you. Thank you. Too bad the Terrible Trio isn't so great, actually it's terrible. So a bunch of rich guys (laughs) decide to commit a crime, particularly theft, because they're bored. How lame. Seriously, we have villains in this world that are evil because of freak accidents, or criminals who try to take control of the crime scene in Gotham. Then we just have these rich losers in animal masks who just commit theft because they're bored. I've never liked the Terrible Trio when they're depicted as guys in animal masks because they strike me as rejects from Black Mask's False Face Society. Uh, which is huh? something we'll never see in the cartoon Okay uh, Which feels uninteresting to me I prefer it when the terrible trio depicted as people who are mutated into animals Like in the Batman cartoon Where they steal chemicals from Brian's favorite villain, Man Bat And use them to turn themselves <laughs> into animals Would you have preferred that if, if they were animal people? Would it have made the episode better or worse for you? <laughs> oh god, <laughs> probably not worse It's impossible, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It must be better. I finally got B-Test Volume 3, so now I can pop in the discs with the final episodes instead of stream them. And there are four left. Stay happy, Scotty. Oh, yes. Keen Machine, the last episode. Greetings, Brian and James. I said Brian's name first this time. (laughs) Yeah, bringing it back. Don't you forget it. Boy, how fun was last week's trip into the video game universe, eh? I don't think I've ever watched the full set of clips for this last episode before, so I made sure to do so before diving into your review. Despite the obvious quality reductions necessary for a 90s console and the breaks for yeah. gameplay, the plot's not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Still, if it's a whooping, you're a wanton. Sounds like the actual gameplay leaves the best player, best of players frustrated. I mean, yowza, yowza, ladies and jerseys. <laughs> uh, we've got Ivy, Riddler, Harley, Joker, fake Rupert Murdoch, and Clayface. That's a full house. Too bad they didn't get their character music themes featured in 8-bit glory. Ah, what could have been?
4: Ooh, yeah. <laughs>
0: However, I'd still say I like the plot of Batman Vengeance the most. Since it's another video game that we'll probably watch. Uh, oh, my God. Keep it keen, keen machine. We shall. Uh, this is from Ryan Hip, Bird Noise. <laughs> Dear Yap and P, I've been listening to the pod trademark symbol during walks and true story during one episode a bird flew overhead and made a bird noise and the two of you reacted to a bird noise from when you were recording perfectly on cue to the bird noise that I had just experienced which freaked me the hell out.
4: Whoa. <laughs> and
0: I think something <laughs> like that happened again in a different episode but I can't remember what it was. Maybe I felt a gust of wind and immediately after one of you mentioned a gust of wind or whatever. Please stop it. Love Ryan.
1: <laughs> no, Ryan that's yeah. okay. We're going to keep doing it. We just Oh, I, that, I really shark, wanted...
0: that shark attack over over there. No. <laughs> Ryan, don't go no, to the, don't the water. Don't go the water. <laughs> uh, we have a new review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, my God. And the new review comes from Ted Kendrick. <laughs> hey. I know that guy. Your Optimal Podcast, a.k.a. Yop. James and Brian <laughs> are two... <laughs> James and Brian are two people in the top 100 funniest people I know. Brian is 32nd and James is 54th, but they're both pretty funny. (laughs) James knows a lot about Batman and Brian is very patient. It's not not easy to be patient with people who know a lot about Batman, but Brian does a pretty good job. (laughs) That's the review. Thank you. Thank you, Ted.
1: I'm not that patient, but uh, I suppose I am in this instance.
0: This is from Brad. 10 million. Howdy, bum, bum, and jizz. Oh, no. <laughs> so the, the other day. Brad, I, <laughs> come on, Brad. Don't come on, Brad. So the other day, I was, re- I was reading some <laughs> Superman comics from the 80s, and in one issue, Metropolis's population is mentioned. Guess what number they give? Go on. 10 million. Say it. Yep. 10 yapping million. So I did some digging in the history of populations being being given in DC. And it turns out the 10 million figure was also given in the episode Egg Grows in Gotham of the 60s Adam West Show. Not only oh that, God. but that Superman comic I mentioned, about a year later they cite 11 million. So what gives? Why does this keep happening? How DC's Earth works is that the the many fake locations like Gotham Metropolis, et cetera. Oh, sorry i was skipping them for spoilers but all like gotham metropolis blah, 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 big bus and the clitoris don't re- <laughs> <laughs> don't replace existing real world locations they exist in addition to real places <laughs> so Thank in order <laughs> There's a shark over there. Look! Up. And in order, in order to allow <laughs> to allow for continents on the globe to still resemble the real Earth, the planet has to simply be bigger to accommodate for it. In fact, in 2003's JLA Avengers crossover, the Marvel heroes arrive in the DC universe and remark how much bigger the planet is compared to their own. So some cities and their populations are probably pretty big as well to make up for this continental stretching effect.
1: That's so wait, th- does it mean the city itself has also stretched, and that's why a city of 10 million? million seem like a ghost town because it's the size of
0: Texas. (laughs) Yeah. The the Marvel characters come in and everything is just way smaller. (laughs) Like people people are smaller. They're like, oh, uh, what's going on?
1: Batman Uh, is one of the tallest people in Gotham. He stands at a whopping 15 inches.
0: This makes me wonder is the sun bigger as well? Are days longer? If American cities are so absurdly massive, is the global population also 10 times bigger? Do hot dogs Um, come in packs of 12 there? How do magnets uh, work? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm starting to think this world of flying Caucasian aliens and child sidekicks being expected to dodge gunfire might be slightly silly and unrealistic. I look forward to Jimothy having to explain some of the more wild comic booky concepts when we get to the later shows. I am ending this email now. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Brad. This is from Scarlowe, one Jump on the Mechanic Scar-Lowy-1, Wagon.
3: Scarlowe one the famous person? Hello, listen around. Welcome to Jump on the Mechanic Wagon. I'm your Woo! host, one In this episode, I will tell you about season two, episode 16 of Earl, the animated series Bat Smoke. <laughs> one day in 1894, a blacksmith was standing outside his shop when a masked man dressed all in black rode up on a black horse. <laughs> My horse needs new horseshoes. (laughs) I can do that, partner. (laughs) After the blacksmith reshoed the horse, the masked man said, Thanks for the help, partner. What's your name? (laughs) The name's Earl. Earl, 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 yelled Robin as Earl woke up in the back of the batmobile. (laughs) You need to stop going off like this, said Robin. Sadly, there are only three episodes left after this. Anyway, see you next week. Thank <laughs> you, time same poo poo channel. We'll have to get a different character. Scar Not
1: even. Not even any like. There's only three episodes left. But the at, uh, No, there's no. like, <laughs> yeah. only three
0: episodes left. So soak in that and go to yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah. Earl was listening to uh, the po- the racial girl podcast and fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Newman, GCN musical Minutes, sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're listening to GCN, Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. Tonight's top story, Batman was spotted in his car listening to a podcast
0: yes, yes. for about
3: 20 minutes i don't know what's going on but it, he seemed pretty engaged with it <laughs> guess it was a good podcast
0: thank you Peter. now over to the music
3: i like the music in this episode i think i i actually meant to i, I watched this episode over a week ago and i meant to record uh, a, a one of these for it then and then I, I forgot so now it's been like a week and a half since i watched it. the episode and i don't really remember what the good. music was like but given the old westness it was of it i'm assuming it was cool although my not remembering it maybe that's a bad thing i don't know never apologize for loving your <laughs> fandom and try to stay optimistic Thank you, get Jordan,
0: Jordan, on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been trying to figure it out. I was just mentioned. I was on his podcast recently. I I to talk listened, about the flash. Did you listen to that whole thing? I know you started it. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> I listened until the point it was exactly one
1: minute in. we like, Brian, stop listening to this, and i was like, fuck. <laughs> but and then I stopped, told you, you and could. I texted you, and then you did, and I haven't. I, I listened to a little bit more. Um, I was at work, and I didn't get a chance to finish yeah. it. So I need to like go back I, and I, revisit.
0: I listened to to it a couple of days ago, uh, and there's like two other parts where I'm like, Brian, stop listening or something. But it really isn't anything you can't hear. It's just like I okay. see like the title of the movie or something. Anyway, anyway. Oh, we, uh, we need gl- to get
1: we need to get Jordan on. We need to get yeah. Dylan back on.
0: We're having Dylan back soon. Are we? We are. That's that's a wonderful surprise. I was, I was talking with him. We're having two, th- hopefully, I mean, I said this about Joe coming on, but I said, we're having two more guests before Batman's over, I believe. There's like uh, four episodes. So. Uh, Going out with a bang. Louisiana Purchase, Cowboy Adventures, Howdy <laughs> partners. I totally didn't forget this episode existed and had to rewatch it. Personally, I really enjoyed this episode. Love cowboy nonsense, and it's great having a change of scenery after being in Gotham for so many episodes. I love that Raish felt the need to tell this extremely detailed story about how his dickweed son failed to... son. <laughs> dickweed fail son got his ass beat by an old recovering alcoholic bounty hunter. Instead of actually answering any questions whatsoever, (laughs) he managed to track down every detail about this event prior to the actual involvement, but misplaced his child. (laughs) Good job, bro. (laughs) Also, that's not how gas going through a tube works. Yeah, okay. I really enjoyed the weight of animation in this episode. Jonah's running after the rope to grab onto the airship was a personal favorite of mine. I hope you guys got an eyeful of the molten lead because it reminded me of the magic that wizards would shoot in 80s and 70s movies. The little huh. spark flashes. Uh, my mind instantly went to the last unicorn. <laughs> we need to bring those weird Ooh. holographic magic blasts back. Major downside yeah. of this episode is that no one said dirigible, which is one of the coolest words ever. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, all in all, I like this one. Just a nice adventure. I I do think that what if Batman didn't have a cassette player in the Batmobile? <laughs> what am I supposed to what do if? with this? <laughs> yeah. He's so advanced he's got a he's, CD Yeah, player. he's got CDs, yeah. Also, my birthday is August 7th. Did you know the first week of August is International Clown Week? I was set up from <gasps> birth to be ridiculous. <laughs> As always, thanks for the Yapperies, Louisiana Purchase.
1: Love, love a good clown. There's a lot of clowns in the circus Clowns community. doing
0: circle juggling. Gotta love it. Not uh, that. Not because that. Because we skipped a week, I'll allow an extra Keen Machine uh, <gasps> mail. Hooray! Showdown mail. Greetings, James and Brian. Please excuse my lower audio quality. I think there's something wrong with my microphone. As always, keep it keen. Oh, oh shoot. no. Oh, this is bad. Oh my god,
2: you fuck. <laughs>
5: now introducing my unpopulous man, the fund Furries.
2: Yeah, no, I think I'm going to skip that episode, actually. Moving right <laughs> along to Showdown, what a much better episode. Not much Batman, but who would have guessed race had a secret son? Also, how old would you have to be to have lived through the Wild West and... Still be in a nursing home in Gotham City, James. Can we get a timeline check on that? Uh, maybe that green Jamie. lava can be passed along genetically. Sorry, I'll leave the questions to Dylan. Very happy to have our returning guest host back for this episode. Uh, sure yeah. you did great, buddy. Yeah. Until next time, keep it keen. Yeah, Joe was great. I love. I mean, Joe, Joe was
0: here. Joe was great on this episode. He was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought you were doing a bit, but oh, my microphone's bad, and then it was a radio, but then your microphone was bad, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's still part of the bit. I think that I think that they said some throwaway line about dipping Arcady in the Mountain Dew mm-hmm. and then they uh did. but it didn't they hadn't done it for a long time or something, yeah. Uh Dylan Pollack for Joe's Eyes only. Oh, oh well, shoot! It's an audio message, so I think our ears don't count as eyes, right? Okay, so just don't look at it when you click. Okay, on, I won't.
2: Okay. It's time for the thoughts that we can Dylan Pollock on Showdown. Or damn, they had to make Jonah Hex bald too. He ain't got <laughs> enough going on. So is, this, or is Robin Pungy guy riding the dick? And are you not making that the episode subtitle? Because if you're not, that's whack. Wait, let me. What did he say? Enough going on? There's, so is it just me, or does Robin punch a guy writing the dick? Oh, he does. And are you which not you making said. that the episode subtitle? Because yes. if you're not, that's whack. Yes, yes. It also kind of feels like this week, Paul Dini said, But I don't want to write a Batman episode. I want to write Jonah Hex. And they appeased him. If Razal Gould yeah. did become Master of America, I mean. We've had worse, right? <laughs> I'm sure James already talked about Senator Leahy as the guy driving the spike and how yep. he's been in almost all of the bad things, right? If yep. he didn't, I mean, he should know that already. I don't need I don't. need, I don't need to say it. I'm going to skip to the next thing. <laughs> it's time for the question of the week. Yes. James and Joe's favorite part. And Joe. What's your favorite season? Fall weather and the return of football put autumn over the top for me. And since I still got some time, I guess I should put in a second question of the week. But this one's just for Brian. We know okay. the question of the week is James's favorite part. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part?
0: Oh. Well, first of all, my season my favorite season is season two, but I think he was talking about Justice League, so anyway. <laughs> Spring. Spring's oh, my favorite. Wait, right. what? Huh? Uh what's your, what's your favorite part in general? Oh, I can't say that on the air. Yeah, okay. We got we're doing the same joke. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I mean really though, like my favorite part is probably watching the episode. Your questions are a close second, let me tell you. Yeah,
0: there you go. That's a good answer. This is from Dino-Faced Individual, Showdown Hench Reviews. Comments submitted by UwU Ubu. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to—I thought it was going to be a normal day at work, yelling "infidel" as my only form of communication, doing that specifically to Batman as I beat him up. Tuesday stuff and whatnot. Well, to my surprise, Mister All tells me that we're going to be taking his son home for the holidays. I figured it'd be a hot thirty-something like Talia. Turns out my night was going to be heisting a geriatric. In the process of kidnapping the elderly, I found that Duval had a ger. Journal lying around. It was pretty old. It smelled like pre-feminism with a hint of oil baron. Here's the entry from the journal that really intrigued me the most. I, Arcady Duvall, am in prison. I eat rocks, especially pointy ones. I, I rate rocks five out of five. I feel like Hench Reviews has jumped the shark-headed member of the terrible trio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see why Race thinks he lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> There's meta on, like, six different levels there, yeah. man. What are you doing? Our last email comes from Fiakra Horgan. Thoughts on Showdown or Wild West Two-Face? Hey guys, time for some more Batman shenanigans. A Bring quick it. note on the terrible trio. Poor Frank Parr, the guy got stuck directing some of the worst stories in animation in B test. The Underdwellers. I've got Batman in my basement. Prophecy of Doom, and now the terrible trio. At least he gets to direct one of b best episodes, which is coming up pretty soon. Oh. I'm very curious to hear Brian's thoughts on Showdown. I like how drastically different it is to other b episodes. It's also one that I hated as a kid, but I've really warmed up to as an adult. We're, we are so alike. <laughs> uh, it's always fun to get a racial goal story, especially when you throw in an underrated DC character like Jonah Hex into the mix. Having an episode of Batman be more uh, focused on an obscure character like Jonah is an odd choice but I think it pays off as an interesting bit of world building for the DCAU. The ending hmm. twist of Arcady being Ra's son was pretty neat, P.S. Hey, Batman, I know having compassion for your enemies is kind of your thing, but I think letting an eco-terrorist who is the leader of the League of Assassins escape might not be the best call. See you guys next week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was an interesting I mean, like, there's some compassion there, and he's all, hey, yeah, your boy, cool, I get it, family, lol.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's your boy, Race, here. (laughs) Hot on the mic, detective. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever's Said, whoever said they liked Jace's race impression a few episodes ago is getting a kick out of this one. I'm bre- Oh, I'm sure of it. Comments on the last episode of Jump on we the We gotta bat get wagon. Mark's
1: comment, obviously.
0: And Mark Hamel, of the last episode, which was the terrible trio or hospital debt. He's only a painting. Uh, uh, revealing the title choice is my favorite part of the podcast. scrudge i'm choosing to believe that jonah hex isn't actually a real person in this universe he's just jeff al Ghoul's super badass original character that he created to make the airship story more interesting (laughs) maybe yeah could be uh jeremy Swire's 99 hello jamie and brother bullet brick broderick hello one surprised you said my last name right jamie as so many managed to get it wrong and i've never thought it was that complicated i hope i said it right again the same time
1: (laughs) i was talking over it can you say it again
0: jeremy swires oh i think that's right and as i predicted by the time i reached the last episode i commented on i had entirely forgotten and was baffled to hear my name and as for night shift brian it's a killer good old 10 p.m to 7 a.m but uh, but I got the yappy dudes to get me through it, pee-pee poo-poo. Oh god oh, my. Uh. Charles Motosierra regarding Showdown. It's nice to get a break from the setting and tone of BTAS, especially after the very terrible trio. A Wild <laughs> West adventure with Rose Algae is an excellent <laughs> is there an excellent idea that's executed pretty well. As I read that, I'm like, what the fuck is Rose Algae? Oh, I get. It. Uh, The fact we got the first adaptation of Jonah Hex to other media is also cool. I'm sure Joey will say something smart right now. He's probably (laughs) saying something smart wherever he is. Uh, Assuming Jumbo and Barney aren't in the future, in which case the dogs will fill the role of Joe in my prediction. Oh. Uh, Now living, we're not in the future. We're just... Sans Joe now living in an era of revisionist Westerns. It's weird to see a story that doesn't acknowledge segregation or genocide and summarizes the problems of manifest destiny as destroying nature, which is a big part of it. But still, it's Mm. also weird. The bad guys want to bombard Washington and everyone is just worried about the railroad. (laughs) (laughs) You it was the love-
1: 1800s. The railroad's what we must yeah. all care
0: about. You got to love how Rizzy Galileo changed his style to something even older looking between 1883 and the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> also, is it just me or was everyone in the retirement home already sleeping before they yep. were guests?
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Uh, fun fact although airships were already a thing in 1883, it would be decades until Zeppelin would make the first rigid airship which uh, seems to be what the thing in the episode is. Okay, so maybe they did say 1883 specifically. I don't know. Whatever. Hmm. So I guess we're past the 80s, Robin. We're not in the 80s. Okay. Uh, Ronish 1996. 1996. Of course, the first podcast episode I'm caught up with is this terrible b episode, (laughs) and the the following week is no new episode. Guess I'll finally be watching said episodes beforehand now so I can get some commentary on things that are or aren't peachy keen. Since I listen on Overcast, I just come to YouTube to comment here are some random opinions of mine. Lockup was a based episode of BTAS and definitely in my top five episodes. I will always love this series for showing how much empathy Bruce has for his villains, even those that don't deserve it, and prove it with their terrible actions. I loved the episode so much, I tweeted Paul Dini about it. <laughs> also, oh, my nice. top 10 in no particular order Almost Got Him Lockup, Dreams in Darkness, Beware the Grey Ghost, I Am the Knight, The Man Who Killed Batman, Pav, Robin's Reckoning, Trial, Second Chance. Those are all solid nice. choices. Bottom ten. I can't be fucked to write. There's your proof. I'm an Aussie. It's five fifty three a.m. Leave me alone, Tih. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I need to add another to my Aussie wall. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Ron- All right, who we got? It's spelled R O N E I S H. Rone-ish, Ron-ish. or it's autism in comic books is the is the username I see now. Well, it's I've too late. Ronish, Ronish. <laughs> You're Ronish now. Slacks pain. Statistically speaking, this was someone's first and therefore probably last episode of the DCAU. <laughs> a terrible trio. Banana Boy says okay. Okay. Batgirl fangirl. It would be funny if Rachel Gould's tape got stuck in the Batmobile's radio. Years later, (laughs) let's listen to some music. The year was 1883. Oh, yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) Batman's usefulness, zero. Yes. If Batman and Robin weren't in the episode, it'd play out exactly the same. Did the poor staff and residents of the rest home wake up surrounded by ninjas? Even though there's a lack of Batman in it, I really like this one. The story, animation, music, perfect. When it's over, I want to see more of Jonah Hex. Great messages, yeah. Scarloe, one, Dylan, Jordan, and Summer. Keen podcast, James Bryan and the Dogs. Five stars and five worlds, <laughs> heaviest yet somehow buoyant airships. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: And last, first, we have Mark Aquino. Showdown. Who comments before listening to the episode. He sure does, but it's how he gets it every time, man. Almost. Yeah. Showdown. Old timey prospector voice. Well, howdy. Sit down, partners. Pour yourself a sarsaparilla and watch out for dysentery. Okay, <laughs> okay you're
1: just doing. You're just doing uh doing what's this? Nottingham. N- you're, well, you're doing the guy from uh, Gravity Falls. Holy God, what is his name? I don't Kimmy, know. Kimmy. I don't what's know. What's his name?
0: Never watched it. I don't know. Never will.
1: Oh God, that hurts me, Jamie.
0: Pour yourselves a sarsaparilla and watch out for dysentery, because this year ain't no average Batman tale, but the introduction of the fastest guns in the DCAU, Jonah Hex. And not only that, but the return of razzle-dazzle all gabagool. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me, I had something in my throat. Better get that checked out. Anyway, this was a pleasant surprise. I had forgotten that towards the end of BTAS, we got a Batman episode that was essentially a backdoor pilot for a Jonah Hex animated series. Would I have liked to have seen one just off the back of this episode alone? Yeah, absolutely, as this was a really good episode. With the BTAS team behind it, a Jonah Hex animated series definitely would have been better than the Jonah Hex movie from 2010. I feel bad for the people who paid to see that instead of a little movie called Toy Story 3, which came out the same day. Way to go, WB. <laughs> The episode opened in the present day With the return of Raisha's ninjas Ninjas that in no way look like Spider-Man in his black costume If it was just solid black And boy are you silly for making that comparison You silly goose
1: Whoops, sorry <laughs>
0: Lots of fun steampunk vibes in this. It played out as a better version of the infamous Wild Wild West movie with Will Smith. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Minus the giant spider that was intended for Tim Burton's unmade Superman movie. Are you aware of this? No. This was a a Nicolas Cage as Superman in 1996, I think.
1: Say no more. Let's keep going.
0: (laughs) There's a big spider. Uh, It was great to hear David Warner back as old Race, uh, oh, <laughs> good old rash cream, and I loved that Malcolm McDowell was in this too. This won't be the last time we hear his voice, but that's all I'll say on that. I already told Brian. Boss biggest bear hugs is Jay- the number one what? Oh. Nope. Keep going. Nah. Huh? Boss biggest bear hugs <laughs> is the number one podcast host in this year multiverse of ours. Jack Rabbit Slims. And bang, win old Betsy, my one and only Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> also, given that this is an episode featuring our, our pal Ray, shout out to Joe. Yeah, Joe is here for sure. Yeah, Joe. Old timey prospect, your voice is getting closer and closer to the end where we got to say, I, I <laughs> adios to old Bruce Mann and Richard for a while for the Batmobile to go riding off into that there sunset. It won't be long before we'll all be saying, come back, Wayne. Been wanting to use that Hey Arnold reference once I knew this episode was coming. (laughs) Anywho, y'all come back next week. You hear Smoke Bomb. Thank you. Old Man McGucket. That's the character I'm doing, apparently. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just look that up. Your voice is like
0: almost perfect. (laughs) I knew that because I've seen it. I wish. Okay, Brian, next week's episode is called Yes! Give it to me! Catwalk. Cat, oh, ah, fuck. Uh, Dog man. Yeah, you got it. If you want to hear more discussion, what do you think dog man's up to? Walking like a dog. (laughs) Your predictions are always so great. I'm so glad that 84 episodes ago I decided this was going to be a thing that we did. (laughs) I to, at no point along the way have we gone like maybe this isn't a thing we need to do, but <laughs> I just keep doing it. Oh, it's Batman's origin, dogman's origin story, actually. Wow. He's going on a dog walk. You know I'm gonna have to pull that
1: out for the last Batman episode. Oh, yeah. Batman's origin story.
0: I gotta tell you, you just guess it for all the Superman ones too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what if it what if it's in that? What if it's hidden in a Superman episode? <laughs> maybe. And you never, maybe. you never guessed it. If you don't guess that for that episode i'll i'll do some sort of hint of like no brian you know what to do please <laughs> <laughs> whatever like I'll yeah but it'll be years years and years from now oh god uh, i'll man. try to remember for years okay you won't if you want yeah. to hear more discussion about this episode check out the DCAU review and tim talk podcast also available on the pod tower youtube channel thank you to kimmy cooney phoenix Viltzu and of course brother broderick for all Me. our musical themes that's you And I'm Brother Broderick, you say. Uh, Please subscribe to the Watchtower Database YouTube channel for DC Animated Universe videos on a regular basis. Also, there's a DC Extended Universe video coming up. Coming up soon. Make sure you watch that if you're listening to this. And subscribe to the Pod Tower for all new DCAU podcasts every week. Every single week with Joe. Leave us a like over there on today's episode to help spread us around the interwebs. And please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever the hell you're listening to this on. You may hear your review read on the show. Definitely will. New episodes. No of the net- yeah, you will. New episodes of the podcast are released every Friday on the Pod Tower, as well as your favorite podcast feed and WatchTowerDatabase.com. And something, something old west way to say bye. What, uh, what the fuck? Um, sayonara. <laughs> 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 it's me. I'm, it's I'm that guy with the sombrero and the cat dog. <laughs> that we didn't talk about. You're like, was that a dog or a cat? I am yes. <laughs> so yes, I didn't. I couldn't tell That's either. You. That's you. You're waking
1: up it's... on a porch in the old west and just going sayonara. <laughs> oh and shit! Your cat is dog it 1883?
0: Goes, <laughs> There was a dog on the porch, but it might have been a cat, actually. <laughs> I can't quite remember. It was at least a hundred years ago. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody.
1: Thanks. Bye, listener. Thank you for listening. You're the best.
0: I'm the best.
1: James is the best, and then you're also the best.
0: you been more better than me.
1: I just realized I have Ronish 1996 as Australian, and I didn't look... Directly above that is autism in comic books is Australian.
0: It's the same person, you silly beans. Oh beings?
5: god. I assume you listened to my account, Detective. Yes, Duval. It can't be. He'd be over a hundred years old. He was sentenced to fifty years of hard labor. Of course, no one expected him to live out that sentence. No one but me. The Lazarus Pit. When he was a young man, though even its powers cannot restore him now, when his sentence was completed, Arcady simply wandered away. The privations he had suffered had left his mind shattered. I had lost track of him until he turned up in that rest home. You left Duval to his fate a century ago. Why come back for him now? Did you really think, Detective, that in my 600 years of life, I would have sired only one offspring. Even before the Phoenix debacle, I had come to realize that Arcady was too unbalanced and cruel to wisely rule my empire. But you couldn't forget about him. What father can ever forget his son? Come now, Detective, I've still a few good years left. We will cross swords another day. But for now, Let me take my boy home.